This is the E by 3 podcast. Three different minds. Three different views. And three good friends. Hey, what's going on? I'm Enrique. I'm Evan. And I'm Aaron. And welcome to the E by 3 podcast. We're just hanging out, just enjoying today. It's a little warm. It's been actually pretty warm this whole damn week. I am not a fan of this heat. Evan sitting in front of me has a hoodie on and I'm burning up just watching him. And Aaron has a fucking zip up jacket as well. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I'm so cool, baby. You guys are cool, I guess. I'm, I love it. I'm literally fucking burning up right now. I just got this little... uh smallest t-shirt Dude, no matter the age no matter the time no matter the weather i will probably always almost you're, have a hoodie you're, on you're sweating beads it's like that key and peel sketch <laughs> when he's like just sweating and sweating Lies. <laughs> he's over here burning up aaron you can't really tell with aaron she just gets red i do i feel i feel hot but i i would so much rather be hot than cold so i just embrace it oh man i'd much rather be cold i'd rather just nope. be cold because you can warm up a lot easier than cool down I mean, no, we could turn on the AC, I, but that's going to be loud. I feel like it takes more energy. Like when I shiver, like my body hurts and I like can't relax. I'm like anxious. I don't like it. I, think I feel I'm like not that with the lie. heat. The only reason I like being cold is because it's just an excuse to wear more clothes. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just I'm an excuse to just like layer. I'm just like, oh yeah. Mm. You're like, let me put this, yeah, let me put this uh, meat coat on. We used to get into like little debates at our, uh, at our office all the time about, um, <laughs> about like you know do we turn on the heater do we turn on the air conditioner and my argument was always i was like look you got you guys can always put more clothes on you can't take clothes off in here exactly <laughs> that's know? the same thing i would say at my that's other. office though that's in the yeah. office you know what I mean? my office my office actually pretty gets pretty cold <clears throat> and i do have a jacket and i don't really don't complain about it being cold but it gets pretty cold in there but yeah no i'd rather be uh rather be cold so Real quick, before yes, we get sir. into the main topic today, there's something really important that I need to address. Address it. With the two of you. And actually, even more important than addressing it to the two of you, I need to address it. Oh, no. To the listeners out there. Making us nervous. I need, I need help. I need, I need you to, to listen in. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Are you and guys all you listening? And all, and all you listeners out there, I need you guys to write in, send us messages talking about how Enrique and Aaron need to watch these fucking movies from the MCU. Look, it's driving me. It's driving I've, me I've seen, crazy. I've seen all of them until Endgame. Um, I haven't That's, seen anything after. There that. are a lot of movies after Endgame. Enrique. Okay, but you got to give me some credit. I mean, I've seen more. Aaron doesn't even know what the fuck Marvel is. She I thought it was know. a cleaning how agent. Many, how many movies? Marvel. We use that to There's clean the house. Be- that's a good question. There's got to be 20 or more like, now. Like, I'm already overwhelmed at this assignment. Like, that's so much commitment that Well, I that's just, why I Disney Plus has them all in chronological I'm order. You, I'm giving you a <laughs> lifetime of happiness assignment. <laughs> like, this is nothing. This is I've watched some of the Marvel movies, and, and we, we had this discussion earlier. Like, I am not a good movie plot follower. Like, I get in my head, and I ask myself, am I following the plot? And then I just get... I get so lost. She has a short attention span. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I need, I need basic reality TV. Yeah. Just trash TV. So my you brain doesn't have Evan can talk about 90 day fiance. <laughs> so there, so there are 27 <laughs> movies. Oh my God. Okay. Listen, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to break it down to you I'm guys like this. I'm 27. Listen, is that what you said? 27. Jesus. So listen, since we've been doing this podcast, right? We're not just like a, a three, a three team, three man team. Right? Did you say three way? I was almost about to. <laughs> uh, Can be. <laughs> we're a family now. We are family. Yeah. We're you we're a trifecta. I, mean? I wanna I want I would like to share the things that I love with you too. You know what I mean? And if you guys don't reciprocate some of that, some of that, you know, that love that I'm sending out there, I'm gonna be He's gonna be hurt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be hurt. So you're just disappointed in us and you have higher expectations if we're family. I mean, damn, I wasn't, got it. I wasn't going to the message. Like I can that. read your undertones. <laughs> damn, Evan, is that taking shots? I mean, it, it sounds like you've been reading my journal, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it, not your dream journal. <laughs> it is one of my dreams. Today I rode bareback on a horse oh. in the majestic forest of Amazonia. <laughs> I really feel like if you could pick the topics, it would be these movies that you're talking about. Sometimes. Like. Sometimes I think actually. Could you do? Can you do a whole podcast just talking about just one movie? One movie? Yeah. 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 Wait, wait. What do you mean, like a podcast series or just one just podcast? Like one podcast series, oh, like yeah, one easy. episode. Yeah, yeah, easy. Okay. 
Well, I um, think I think y'all could too if it was like a movie that you guys. Well, felt how about this? About. How about that we have her watch the very first one, and then we can have like a small little conversation about what she thought about it, and okay. if it's something that she's going to continue to watch. All right, and if I'll she says it. no, then we burn her at the cross. <laughs> if she says no, then this, I get this, this, becomes, off. A, this yeah. becomes the E squared podcast. This is the this is how they do to trial the witches at uh, Salem. So we're gonna do the same thing. <laughs> it's like wow. what they were like. What do you think of Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> Throw her in the water. She floats. She's a witch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write down all my like all my scripted responses. Be like, I loved this one part of the movie where this is what Iron Man did. And <laughs> Iron Man. Favorite Iron Man. You say, uh, Iron Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> <laughs> you've already messed you, it up. You've already been burned. Hey man, you seen Iron Man uh, <laughs> with uh, Robert Upson Jr.? <laughs> what? Yeah, Robert Upson Jr. Okay, now I have to rehearse my scripted response. Iron Man. I can already hear like I can already hear her like giving this this. Giving she's this, gonna tell you she's watched all the movies. I watched uh, I watched uh, Thorny Ragnar Ragnarok. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that what it's what he's called? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can already hear the nurse universe. in the background. Burn her. <laughs> Get rid of her. She doesn't need to be on the podcast. Get her out of there. Okay, well, I feel like you don't really know much more than me. Ooh. I know a lot. I mean, I used to read these comic books as a kid, so I, I I get the plots. I just haven't seen all 27. I've only seen like 18 of them. I feel like that still doesn't meet Evan's standards. But I mean, okay. to be honest, Evan I, has I need, high standards. I need, I, need the tw- I need the full 27. He needs a full There's a reason why 27 rhymes with Evan. It's because I need y'all to just take some. Oh, some damn. Dropping some. bars, son. You know, you know. Okay, well, you know what? That'll be our homework assignment. Maybe uh, give us at least a month. Yeah. And then we'll, okay. we'll talk about it on an episode. And then maybe someone out there can join us and we could talk a little bit about the very first Iron Man. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, Iron Man. Iron Man. Your, your, your very first MCU movie, what it was like. <laughs> I know, we popped your MCU cherry. She said Iron Man like a fucking camera. She's like, Iron Man. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Iron Man. I have a lot of work to do, so. Yes, you do. But on a serious note, today's going to be a little touchy subject. We're going to talk a little bit about racism and what better than to discuss this with one white girl and two minorities? So, Aaron, take it away. I'm going to be asking all the questions. So well, you want to kind of set it up how, how maybe? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like... Um, what is it like being a minority? <laughs> well, tell me about all your experiences. Tell me everything I have not experienced. What do you guys see in color? Or is it black and white? How, how do you guys see the world? <laughs> well, we'll say in the, in the past few, are these, I mean, there's, there's no doubt in the past couple of years, racism has been a, has just been a highlight, uh, politically speaking. Um, so I, I feel like there's just, there's definitely been more of an awareness too, on a, on a good note. I feel like there's been things that I have personally learned in the last few years that have never been brought to my attention. Like, you know, white privilege is something that I knew existed, but I didn't, I didn't realize like in today's world, it was that prevalent. Uh, so that's something, you know, I've learned, but, um, there's still like some questions, especially when it comes to things that happen in today's world where I, I still see people arguing if something's racist or not. Uh, you know, how do you determine if something's racist? Uh, are we, are we calling out racism too easily? Uh, is there an agreed definition of racism? What's the difference between racism and prejudice? Uh, so I think there's just a lot of questions that generally speaking um, are still kind of unanswered. And being the the white contributor to this podcast, uh, I'm a, I, I brought some questions, uh, maybe just to spark some conversation, see what you guys have to say. So first question, um, are all white people inherently racist? Hmm. Interesting question. Yeah. Yes. This was actually a question that I had like on social media <clears throat> and I can give you my answer and I don't know if my answer is correct, but I, I don't, I don't think being white means you're automatically racist. I, I think that you're more likely to be racist. I, I say yes in jest, but like, I think, I think it's, I don't know. I, I think maybe you're, in my opinion, I think people have been a little bit more adverse to not recognizing it. Maybe that's what I would say. 
they like they're under some of them are unaware of racism. Like I think it's 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 I think kind of to touch on that. Like I don't mean to cut you off there, no, but I, I think it's, it's more about educating more than anything. I don't think they're just like born to be racist. I just think they're not taught certain things. Like to you know simplify it, just like basic etiquette when it comes to other races. I think um, you know, let's say like you and I were born white. I think we would have our prejudices against certain things or our assumptions about like, you know, if you see a Hispanic or black guy walking across the street, you might like, you know, want to like look out maybe perhaps. Like, I feel like that's been my experience sometimes. Like, even though they might not say that they're racist, they might have a certain feeling towards you because of, you know, whatever has been portrayed on media or just on the news when it comes to like crime rates and stuff like that. And that in a sense can be, a little racist, but not necessarily like, I don't know if I'm making any sense. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think, in my, I think just in my experience, I've found that like, like meeting Enrique, right? Like I feel like I, I could say something to Enrique and, and he would understand like an experience that I have. Right. Yeah. I think with a lot of some of my, my white friends, I'll, 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 I'll give an experience as an example. And to them, it is a complete, unbelievable shock where they, they'll, they're like, they'll question some of, some of them, not all of them will question me about it. And, and they'll just act so surprised like that happens. And I'm like, well, yeah, but to me, it's not a big fucking surprise. Cause it's, it's happened to me a ton mm-hmm. of times. Right. But to, for them, it's like a big, like what I will, why would anybody do that? And, and, I, and it leaves me kind of super confused. Cause I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Why would anybody do it? Like, it's like a normal thing. So I don't know, it's is interesting. that, it, is that, I guess I guess I'm trying to find the the distinction between I recognizing white privilege versus does that make me racist? I don't think that to me I'm I'll just say it. to me I don't think that's necessarily racist. Yeah, I, I don't think that's. I don't but think, I I, I, think I think I can also understand like <clears throat> unconsciously probably there are racist beliefs that white people have because they were born and raised in a racist society. So I think that's where I get a little confused. Like, can we actually call every white person that grew up in a racist society racist? Because it's probably likely that they were brought into racist beliefs, even if they don't actually believe they're racist superior, but because they, you know, for instance, now, like, when you say white people, are you just referring to white people in the United States? I, well, I or, think, I think, I mean, in, cause I think like white people, I mean, Europeans and stuff can be very racist oh, too, yeah. towards well, minorities. Well, let's just say white people that Hispanics. grew up in racist societies and the United States was born off racism. So yes, yeah, so if we just simplify it, we'll just say the United States. So because like white people were born into this country that is inherently racist from its roots, uh, does that automatically make any white person unconsciously racist in their beliefs like is it so likely that me for instance would maybe not even knowingly be afraid of a person of color because of of how I was brought up in this society like does that make me racist or just recognizing my white privilege that like other people wouldn't fear me because of my skin color does that make sense I think so yeah no, no, no. I was just going to say, uh, speaking to the mic this way, but now I'm listening to you. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's, uh, it's kind of hard to answer because it's based off our experiences. Like Evan and I have had very similar experiences when it comes to racism or being racially profiled. Mm-hmm. Um, certain things like you mentioned that might be a surprise to someone that is not a minority and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe that happened to you because yeah, there is such a thing as white privilege. They don't have to go through it as much. Um, but at the same token, you know, white female might go through certain circles, certain things that, you know, uh, maybe a white male wouldn't necessarily go through because she's female. Um, so it's, it's kind of those things where it's just more of education and, and really, you know, letting people know like, Hey, this is very prevalent amongst certain groups of people, whether it's minorities or women. Um, and just teaching people from like, you know, young, like early age, like, this is reality. This is America. This has been our history. It's been very racist. You've, we've all seen what's happened to, you know, Native Americans, how the United States was actually taken over. 
Um, there's a lot of negative history. And I think that's all tied in with things that are passed on. And unfortunately, when it is a minority, that's all we really know at times. Like inherently, anytime I see a cop, I always think it's me. Like I just, for some reason, I always think like it could be he's going after someone else. But if I see a cop behind me and I know I may not be speeding or anything that I've done was illegal, like for some reason, I'm like, fuck, he's going to pull me over. He's going to pull me over. Because that's kind of been ingrained in me, my experiences as a minority. That's, that's my immediate thought. While I've been in a car with a white friend and there might be a cop behind him, it doesn't even phase him. Like, he just keeps driving like nothing. It's like, oh, I'm, I think they're looking for someone. That's interesting. You know what it is for me? It's not necessarily that, oh, I wasn't doing anything. For me, it always rings to, like, how, they're, how they are treating me in the moment that always, that I'm always like kind of paying attention to. Yeah. Like, so, um, I mean, you had a recent experience not so long ago. I know a couple of months back when you were at the bank. Oh yeah. I don't know mm. if I explained that on the podcast. I think I you might've like touched I, on it a little bit. Like yeah. But yeah, like in that situation, just, I guess to kind of refresh everybody, um, cop pulled me over as I was leaving an ATM and he claimed that his ATM card was stolen and that it was apparently just used at the ATM. Um, set of ATMs that I was just at. And so I'm pulling off. So he wants to check to see if I've withdrawn money from his account, which it, it's not, to me, it was just sounded so Very off the elaborate. wall. Right. And just the way he was kind of acting towards me. Right. I, you get that suspicion. You're like, okay, is it because I'm the only, like I'm the only black dude here because there are clearly other patrons using the ATM. Um, and they're walking back and forth and I'm sitting there going, okay, he's not talking to them. Why is he talking to me? I'm actually already in my car. So why would he not go to the one that's closest to the ATM? Right. But I, but I didn't take it there, but in my head, I'm wondering, I drive off. Um, he immediately goes to another black dude who is just walking to the ATM to use like, like the dude has not even used the ATM yet. The guy is, he's talking to that. You're gentleman. just sitting there targeting people. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's definitely racist. Me, meanwhile, there are people, like I said, who had been using the ATM besides me, uh, beside me who weren't black, who were going back to their car. Like I was, I was standing next to them when they were using it and he wasn't saying anything to them. So it's just like, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things, man, where it's once it happens to you once. Yeah. It just, it just follows you. Yeah. It, it's like trauma. I mean, I, I, just to kind of share an experience, like a couple of years back, I was at the Harbor just kind of relaxing after work and just to de-stress. And, um, I saw these two cops. Um, it was actually at the Harbor patrol office and, um, uh, was literally next door to the Harbor police. And it was this one guy who looked like he was like an undercover cop and one guy who is obviously in a uniform. And they walked by me and gave me like this dirty ass look. And right then and there, I knew like something popped into my head that was like, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing. Like, I feel like they're going to like ask me something. So I went to the bathroom, came back. The guy that looked like an undercover cop came and approached me. He was like, hey man, what's up? What are you doing here? I'm just like fucking relaxing. Why? Yeah, we're just kind of looking for someone. I'm like, oh, yeah, what's this someone? He's like, uh, there was a guy. Uh, they're looking for him. He has a white hoodie, and I had a white hoodie that day. And I'm just like, okay, what was he if, ethnically? Was he white? Was he Hispanic? Was he black? We're trying to figure that out. I'm like, you know, dude, there's like two other guys out right there. Literally, there was two white guys wearing white hoodies. One guy was walking his dog. The other one was with his wife. I'm like, why not go up to them? And he was just like, no, it's because, it, you know, he looked like he could have been like your height. I'm like, you said you just told me you didn't really know. You didn't have a real description. You were waiting on it. And so I'm just like, this guy's full of, full of bullshit. Then I asked him for his, like, you know, his badge number and I asked him for his name. And then he decided to just be like, oh, no, no, man, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Have a good day. And like walked away. So that right there specifically was like targeted. I feel like like he had no description of this assailant or whatever they were looking for. Um, but because I was sitting there, he just felt like it was just purposely picked on. Like, they, like I said, they walked by me and gave me a dirty look. And, uh, you know, when I asked him, like, if I was up to some shit, you think I would literally be right next to the fucking Harbor police station? Like right here yeah. with everyone? Like, why would Me I be too. hanging out? Like, seriously. And like, he didn't know what to say. And like, he left. So I've had similar situations like that. My first experience was when I was like a kid and, um, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And ever since then. Like I said, I've always kind of been aware that like 
um, they're not really, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, I once was talking to a cop for another reason. Um, as a photographer, I'll tell you guys really quick. I had a crazy model one time where I literally was like, I got to put a restraining order on her. She was insane. And I called the cops and it happened to be a black cop and he was talking to me and he was telling me, he's like, let me tell you something, man, aside from all this stuff, the, the, um, the system isn't set up to protect people like you or me at all. It's like, we're going to be fucked if you get like, if whatever reason it's like, unless you have an attorney or whatever, but like the system is not set up to protect you and me. And there was an older cop. And I don't know if he was telling me this because he was just like he's fucking over it or whatever. He didn't have yeah. to tell me that. Yeah. <clears throat> but the fact that he's telling me like as a cop, I just was like, and it wasn't surprising. I know that's not the case. It's not really set up to protect us. I mean, look at the statistics. Um, but that's always kind of, like I said, that's always yeah. why I always have this weird feeling anytime there's a cop behind me for whatever reason. I'm just like, fuck, what did I do? I think like just recently with, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement happening and. Just want to say it's fucking hot. Like I'm really <laughs> fucking burning up. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the AC on. It's going to be loud. I know loud. it's going to be loud, but yeah. I, I, and like, listen, like I'm, I, I definitely believe there's systemic racism. I definitely think the the police force needs a overhaul when it comes to racial bias. You know, it's not all cops, but since we're talking about police officers, I, I, you know, I want to hear like the things that I've heard from people who don't think that there's systemic racism will, will say things like, you know, they'll give out statistics with, you know, well, there's black on black crime and, you know, uh, there's, there's white people that go pulled over too. There's white people that get killed by cops too. Um, that leads me to my next question is how do you actually identify if a crime is racially motivated? For instance, like the latest crime that we're hearing is, uh, Amir, what's his last name? Is it Locke? Locke, Amir Locke, uh, where basically there was a no knock warrant and the Minneapolis, the same police force that, oh and it wasn't yeah. even the guy they're looking for, right? Yeah. So they barged into the wrong home. Um, the Amir had a legally owned gun where, he was woken up from his sleep to a bunch of cops. I, I think that they were, I, I don't know all the details, but basically long story short, he tried to defend himself and he was shot dead. Uh, he wasn't the person, the suspected person, this, you know, a black man. And so you're, you're going to hear people say like, you know, is it racially motivated or could this have been a white person? They have, you know, how, how do you defend if someone's like, the system is not racially biased because that could have been anybody. I, I feel like I hear that argument mostly with conservatives who want to say, oh, the police don't have any racial bias at all. I think what that makes that super hard, at least for me to answer, is I've had I've had a ton of instances happen to me where they something negative happened to me specifically because I'm black. Right. So see, like. Well, how do you know, like, how do you, how do you identify because you're black? Is it a trend or is it like, like for instance, like Enrique's situation, like he was the only person of color when there was like other white people of suspect. So I, I guess I can only speak for myself and times that it's happened to people in my, uh, my family. Right. So for me, it's that it's happened at times where people were completely earnest about the fact that it was cause I was black. And then from those experiences, right, seeing some where maybe people aren't as honest, but noticing there's like similarities in how they're acting or their responses towards me. And I'm like, oh, this is this is this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where maybe they don't give me a good answer. You know what I mean? Or maybe they maybe they kind of it won't stutter, but you can tell they're having a hard time like getting words out. You know what I mean? Or they don't have like a. It, they just don't know how to talk to you and you in, in the, in a, in a way that makes sense. I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to not make sense now <laughs> how I'm talking, but it's, it's just one of those things that you, it's a gut feeling that you get yeah. once you've experienced it so many times. And it's right. probably you know so I mean? hard to defend it because like people who are defending the police force, not being racist, if they don't understand what you're saying. They're probably going to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like again, though, I think, I think that all kind of boils down to like, the experiences that we've all had yeah. and what we've gone through. Um, I recently, this last year, when a lot of the stuff was going down, or maybe two years ago now, Jesus, yeah. um, I was having a conversation with a friend, and this is just 
just in talking about how experiences are different. Um, I asked a friend, I was like, yo, have you ever dated someone who couldn't date you or you wanted to date someone and they couldn't date you because their parents didn't like you because of your race? And he immediately was like, no, I, no, I've never experienced like that. And I'm like, oh, crazy. Wait, that's a white guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, and of course, I was like, well, dude, yeah, I've experienced that millions of times. Like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's even now, it's something that when I meet um, parents, I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant. You know what I mean? Or in my head, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I gotta be like. Do you think that? Do you forward. think that's that's changing? Is that evolving to be less common? Or do you think that like? No. You know what? I think it's, it's even so. This is from experience. I think oftentimes families are not going to say things just for the sake of trying to keep peace or like not start shit because maybe you're their son or their daughter. Um, but it's kind of like Evan was saying, there's the gut feeling that you kind of feel there's something there. And I can say this from experience. Like I know a lot of old school generations, Latinos, Hispanics are very racist against like um, their children, mostly women dating black men. Um, it, it's like, it's, it's very common. Um, and, and even to the point like where even though they, they might look black, like I have a Puerto Rican friend and it's funny cause Evan and I were just talking earlier about Beetlejuice from, <laughs> from, uh, Howard Stern. Um, sometimes you can't tell like if they're black or they're Latino because they do have that African, um, history. Uh, slavery was pretty, pretty big in the islands back in the day, just like everywhere. Um, but they deny that part of themselves. And even though they're like, physically, they appear to be black. They're very racist against black people in general. And it's very common in certain cultures. Um, but it's still not a good feeling going into it, like wanting to date outside of your own race, knowing that there might be a history there. It's just like a gut feeling that you have. Um, I've been in situations where, um, I've dated someone, um, but that was white and, uh, their family wasn't very vocal about it, but I knew. And once that kind of was like over, you, I heard a lot of shit about that uh, and they like never, and they it. never got together with any person of color after that was specifically white. Um, and so it's just like, when you know, you know, and I'm not trying to be that person. It's like, well, you know you have no proof or anything. It's like, yeah, I don't have proof, but it's based off experience. I think inherently we're kind of, you know, very intuitive in nature. Um, yeah, you're going to say something. Yeah, no, I think it's one of those things too, where it's, I feel like people, I feel like there's this group of people who will argue that like, Oh, you should um, wait till all the facts are out. And this is in relating into terms of, of this yeah. criminality thing, right? People, you should wait till all the facts are out. But I think a lot of those same people are also really quick to say that no, it's not. Right, it has nothing to do with it. Has nothing to do with racism. They're you always know? the ones that like are really quick to defend like Kyle Rittenhouse, but like well, let's wait for the facts for like Amir Locke. The, 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 I don't. It's 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 frustrating. It's it's almost why I've I've tried really hard to kind of not pay attention to the Amir Locke thing, and I know it's super fucking selfish of me. But it's so fucking frustrating, um, ever, at least for me, ever since the Trayvon Martin thing, where at least to me, it is so evidently clear. Like that to me is a clear cut case of someone who is racially profiling someone. And you, you know what I mean? And he, and he damn near says he damn near admits it when he says, oh, we've had a lot of break ins with a lot of you know black youth. And I saw this black youth. Like and that's, he says it. You, you know what I mean? That's, 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 he's fucking telling you, yeah. right? And, but yet you have people who defended Zimmerman to like the T, to the point that like he sold that gun. Like, I, well, think. I don't know what other facts you need other than what he just said. So it's just like, I, I don't know. I, for to the people who are just like, oh, well, how do you tell? You know what I mean? Well, it, I think sometimes, sometimes I think it's pretty obvious. And even if, even if let's say a family is wrong in the assertion of, of, uh, if, if it's racially motivated or not, I don't think, I don't think you can blame them for thinking that if you were to equate life's experiences in, you know what I mean? If you, yeah. if you were to think outside of your own 
personal experience and think about, oh, well, how might it be for this culture or these people or this family? Like you, it might be easier to understand why one would go to that, go to that yeah. point, you know? You know, uh, I'll, I'll tell you from experience. Like, so let me go ask you guys a question. Do you think everyone's a little racist? Uh, Has there prejudice? Well, I think prejudice probably, yeah. But do you think anyone can be a little like racist? Doesn't matter the color. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. This is, this is maybe something we should all define. Can you define what racism is in this instance? Racism for me, or you want the Miriam dictionary definition? (laughs) (laughs) If if you were to look it up right now, I would say that race racist is a, it's definitely a belief that one's race is superior or well, inferior. The literal another. definition of racist is a person who shows or feels discrimination or prejudice against people of their races or who believes that a particular race is superior to another. Beliefs, yeah. So, so it's a belief. So yeah, it's a belief. Um, so so then if that if we if we were to go off that definition, I would say I think most people are prejudiced. Yeah. That's what I would say. Okay. Cuz I don't think Cause I think we all, I think we would Can, all make quote unquote racist uh, jokes all the time. Right. No, right? for sure. But I don't think there is, I don't think in some of that talk, there is a thought of superiority or, you know what I mean? I, what, do you, what, what do you think about people? Okay. So I feel like as a minority, we get more, more slack to say things about white people in a joking way, but joke, but white people get a lot of shit for saying things about other races you think that's fair? Well, that's like, a good question. We can joke around and just be like, you know, white person this, white person that. I mean, as a white person, and, I... And white people really don't, can't, it's like almost like, yeah. you guys have no room to say anything. Like, it's basically like, no. you guys can't say anything. Like, we're just going to talk shit. I mean... Because I'm, I'm, I'm guilty <laughs> of doing it all the time. Like, I... Yeah, I mean, I mean I'll I'm talk be, in this voice all the time, you know, if I have to. I mean, I'm going to be real, like... That shit doesn't really bother me too much, <laughs> right? You know what I mean. Exactly. But then, but then on, but then on the other hand, though, like I don't also, like I don't look down on white people. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like I don't, like I don't, <laughs> like a white, like I'm not walking down the street and a white person crosses by me, I'm like, white oh, devil, and I and I clutch my my wallet, my back pocket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I don't, or like a white person doesn't come into. See, my, I was gonna make a racist oh, joke. God. I was gonna say unless he's Jewish. <laughs> But like, or like when I, when I worked in like a retail, like, you know, a white person didn't come in and I was like, oh, look at this cheap motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like I didn't like. Can I tell you something that I thought, and I don't know how you guys would define this. So I never really like living with people. I, um, I've only lived with a couple of people, one who happens to be one of my good friends. Um, but I was in the situation where I moved in with this girl. She fucking left like two weeks later because she got some jobs. So she found this random off this random dude off Craigslist, right? It was this white dude that looked very gothic. And based off my experiences with Columbine and school shootings, I swear to you, I really thought this guy was gonna fucking kill me or do something. So I slept with a knife underneath my pillow oh for my like gosh. two weeks. He actually ended up being a really cool dude. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. But I had my You're my so assumptions because he was. People. I'm like, white people are fucking crazy. They're gonna fucking kill me when I'm sleeping. He's gonna do some deaf like some fucking uh, Jeffrey Dahmer type shit. Like I know he's gonna do something crazy because I I had never lived with a white male before. And so that was my thing. I was like, holy shit, this is going to be kind of weird. Let, let me ask you all this. In my experience, would, would you guys call me racist? Because what I have done is I have prejudged people based on what I think they are going to think of me. Right. Is that, uh, is that racist? I don't think, I don't that's, think that's racist. Superiority no. Claim. I think is that's that just more of a. It's, it's yeah. Cause you're prejudging them. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. But which I don't think being prejudiced is but again, bad. But again, it's, it's like it's based off your experiences, which have been negative. And it's like trauma. It's just like a yeah. going, it's a you know, mechanism. it's like going through a relationship. Like if a girl has cheated on multiple times and she dates a really good guy and she's going to be like, you know, always on the edge with him and he's going to get tired of her because she's always tripping on him because she thinks she's going to she's going to cheat on her. Like it's just based off her experiences like trauma. It's the same with like racism or like making your prejudice against someone not that it's right but you know yeah but it's hard because if we can't break that cycle because we see it so often it's, it's just that's why i wonder that's why i wonder too like it, your your experiences with like cops for instance like clearly there's rooted trauma like you obviously have this trauma response like i've been through this so many times like at what point like let's just say hypothetically 
um, the system does get better. Like we get so much better at not having a racist police force. How does somebody recognize that? If like, you're already like on alert, you're already like, Oh, they pulled me over cause I'm a person of color. I think the, I think the truth is, is like you, you never, we won't really know that transition. You don't, you don't really know it's, Cause I, w- I want to say in my instances, I'm not going to say that I knew 1000%, right. But I would say that I was confident enough in it that I would bet on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I not, and, and you both know that I'm not a very betting person. I am a very, I'm putting my money down on something. I either fix the fight, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or it's, or it's something incredibly lopsided. Like I, it's, it's hard to explain though. Mm-hmm. It's I, I, yeah. And it's, it's hard because we know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't really have to talk to Evan. If we see something outlandish, something crazy, like we don't, I feel like I can look at him and he knows what the fuck is going on in my head when it comes to certain things. And I don't think you would be able to understand that. Like if I look at oh, you no, and tell I you something. I know I would never understand. Let's say, let's say that you, let's say you move to, let's say there was a country on the planet that for sure did not, there's no racist roots, at, but the country is white people predominantly yeah it's called wakanda (laughs) like let's (laughs) say you moved there and these people have never even heard of races and they have no idea what you're talking about and there's just it's multi-cult like there's multiple races they They exist but they're cannibals Uh, and they will fucking eat you on the island i mean let's (laughs) say you right now with your experiences living in the united states moves to this country i mean at what point are you going to be like I'm not getting pulled over because I'm a person of color. I it's going to take time just like healing. Like yeah. at anything, it's going to take Do you think time. You ever will wake up one day and be like, no, no, not in this world. Not in our time. No, it's just not going to happen. No, no. racism is going to continue. What do you think? What do you think the police system can do that would give you confidence in real change? Have everyone like do a lie detector test in regards to racist past Dang. or racist things. <laughs> I think, uh, I think for me, I think the police, I think the police system in general would have to be restructured. I just, what is that like? What does that look like? So I, hmm, so my, my father was in, um, border patrol for I think 15 years. And he used to say that like, when he would see stuff like this, he would say that all it is, is a matter of, of like training and discipline and understanding how to like react to certain situations correctly and like how to, you know, just be, like I said, how to react to certain situations. So, yes. Yeah, what they train for, but they don't apply that in all cases. And I, and I think in some cases maybe they, they're not trained to deal with certain, to certain, uh, to, to certain aspects of, of, of things. Like you have a lot of officers who aren't from the neighborhoods that they go into. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So they don't understand the culture there or maybe they think they do, but, I, and one knows, thing, yeah, know. and one thing is like training, shooting your gun, but to actually be in a situation where now you're like, fuck, I'm surrounded yeah. by like, you're in a neighborhood now where, you know, there's a lot of homicides that are happening constantly. Like you might be on edge and once you're on edge and you're already nervous and even if someone just like stretches, you might think they're pulling something out and then you have like an innocent life lost. Like that's what just the consequences. Like, there's so many cases that I've, I I feel like I could point to that show either like a lack of training or a lack of discipline. Um, I'll, I will try to find it later and I'll send it to you guys. But there's a case where um, they shot this dude in the back as he was running away. Oh my God. But like he was unarmed. Uh, the Mexican kid? No, it was, it, was a, it was an older black dude. He may have had mental issues. Um, mm. But I remember uh, the video kind of sticks out in my mind, which What's, pisses me off. Do you know off. what state this was in? Oh, it's, 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 this has been years ago. Oh, okay. I, I don't I don't. This fun recall. fact, did you know in Texas at night, if you are running away from your property and you're protecting, your, like if somebody might steal something or they're stealing something from you at night, mm-hmm. you can actually shoot them. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. But, but it, <laughs> Recently I, learned that. Oh, okay. 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 That's, that is crazy. Yeah. But if I can find the footage, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Yeah. The way he's running away. It is clear he's not a threat. Like, it, it is very, very clear. They shot him dead. So it's like, how, how, like, in what, like, what is going on in that officer's mind where he's like, you know what, the thing that I need to do right now is I need to shoot this guy. Would you, know you have, I mean? would you have Well, let fix- me just say this because you just reminded me of something. And it was on TikTok, and I think you sent it to me. But it was this guy who had pulled over on the side of the road, and he had a knife. 
Okay. And they fucking went to town on him. He, like, he just raised the knife. And there was a shitload of cops, at least like 20 oh, fucking yeah. cops. And they just went, they shot him. There was like, bra, 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 bra. and even after that, there were like four more shots after literally they had just they're fucking. Done, done with them. Yeah. And I'm just like, and he was white, by the way. Okay. Um, but situations like that, like, I feel like if it was me, he was white, yeah, wasn't he? No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm nodding because I'm, I'm okay, disturbed well, by it. Okay. Well, point is that like, that could have been handled very differently. Like the guy didn't have to die. I mean, they could have shot him in yeah. the leg or somewhere, could have used rubber bullets, something. But that just shows like, sometimes I feel like there's cops that are just, they're trigger happy and like, they're just ready to fucking kill someone and they think they're invincible because they have that shield. And one thing that I want to say too, this doesn't like, I, I'm saying all this. I, my family, like I said, my family was in, was in, uh, uh, border patrol services. Right. So like my dad was an officer, basically I have a lot of respect for, um, for the law. However, that I think my problem with our society is I think we give too much leeway to to cops being able to do whatever the fuck they want. And also we don't like give enough support for other cops to be like, Hey, this is fucking bad behavior. You know what yes. I mean? Like, and we should stop other cops from doing this. We don't, we don't give those cops enough support. You know what I mean? And that is frustrating. Yeah. I always use the same situation. Like in healthcare, if I see a nurse overdose a patient, intentionally not not that I've seen this but I'm saying if that were a scenario like I would never join forces with the movement that's like back the nurses like when clearly there's an uproar with you know and obviously this there is a cultural disparity in healthcare too there's I mean black women dying in childbirth is just exponentially higher like if there was a movement and there should be a movement to say like, we need to, th these statistics are awful. We really need to focus on caring for minorities better in healthcare. There's no way I would ever be like, oh, you're talking trash on nurses. Like there's no way I would knee jerk response, defend my profession. I would be like, the first priority is to make sure patients are cared for and to make sure we are doing our part to weed out people that are not doing their it, that maybe they're racially biased. They're not giving good patient care across the board. I'm going to be on the side of patients. And so I get so irritated when people are immediately defending cops when, especially right after something obviously bad happened and obviously racially motivated, uh, that really drives me crazy that that's people's immediate response. Yeah, but it's everywhere. It's not just like law enforcement. Like I have a lot of respect for them as well. There's a lot of good cops out there. It's just, you know, there's a lot of shitty ones that have really tainted everything. But, yeah. you know, you can walk into retail like a store and like automatically they might think that you're there to steal something because you're of a different color or they're just going to be on you like, hi, is there something I can help you with? And it's just their attitude, the way they come Classic. up. Yeah. Hi, uh, is there something I can help you with? Like uh, your tone, maybe. Like you definitely are not <laughs> yeah. friendly the way you're approaching me. Like there's always that one person. And, you know, I hate to pick on people, but uh, I'm not going to get into a fight at a fucking like store where the person's making like $15 an hour. Like it's just not my fault. It's like you're fucking working at Macy's, dude. Like fuck off, you know, nothing Nothing wrong working at Macy's, but don't come at me with fucking this attitude thinking I'm going to steal something out of the fucking like lingerie section. It's not my thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's not just cops, but, um, I don't know if you guys saw, uh, I, I guess it happened in 2019. I thought it was recent, but, um, there was a border patrol agent. Apparently these two women, um, won their lawsuit against the state of Montana. This border patrol agent, uh, State of Montana? Over. State of Montana. Um, so Border Patrol, like, in Montana? Yeah. Okay. Um, they stopped, he stopped, like, two women at a convenience store and was questioning them and their citizenship status. And they're like, we're American citizens. And they had a pretty thick accent, but they were actually legitimately, like, U.S. citizens. And he was just like, yeah, I heard you speak in Spanish. And they're like, so? It's just very unheard of. Like, no one really speaks Spanish here. So uh, we just thought you were kind of suspicious. Like, literally, like, they filmed it. And he was saying all these things because they were speaking. I'm like, first of all, Montana is montaña in Spanish, which means mountain. Um, so I didn't know that. You didn't know Montana? Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, go go uh, 
I, I'm gonna I've, summon I've it. never learned. What that. happened to your Duolingo? Yeah, I'm failing at that right yeah, now. Yeah, you, you should get back on it. <laughs> but anyway, he was questioning their status because they were speaking Spanish. Based off that, because they were speaking Spanish. Yep. And it, they thankfully, they won their lawsuit. Um, but Good. stuff Good. like that happens. And the funny thing is that the fucking Border Patrol agent looked way more fucking... Hispanic than they did. Jeez. Yeah, I don't think Maybe it was he just was. Like a power trip. He was just trying to. There's, there's some, I, and I will tell you this: when her and I went to Canada, this fucking border patrol agent, I noticed this. They got her and a couple of other white families to go in the express, and oh, yeah. all the people in my line were Indian, like Hindu. Um, there were some black, and other people of color. We all had to wait in this other separate line, but they took them really? to the, yeah, I kid you not. They took them there and I was just like, what the, f-? I was so pissed. And then because of that, we almost missed our flight. Oh yeah. And she was like running. And then the fucking border patrol agent, he looked like he could have been an extra off Apocalypto. He looked indigenous as fuck. And he was like, oh, Enrique, um, where are you from? And I'm like, you're really going to be questioning my fucking citizenship right now, dude. Like you see my fucking passport. You are, maybe I should question your citizenship. Like, how are you the fucking border patrol agent? (laughs) You know, that happens. I've seen it too. Like where I've gone through like, you know, uh, like back in the day I was with some friends. We went to TJ, the border patrol agent was Filipino, had the thickest fucking accent and was like questioning my friend's family. Like, uh, can I see your papers? Are you guys legal? What are you guys doing here? Like a shitload of questions. And the guy just was like. Thick ass Filipino accent. I'm like, are you fucking serious? There's right some now, fragile dude? egos with some of these people. That- it's a power trip. Yeah. A lot of them power trip, or maybe they just had a bad experience with them. Like, one bad experience can set it off. I know people that have had a bad experience with like maybe they got into a fight or got jumped by a black guy and mm-hmm. some friends. And ever since then, they think all black people are horrible people and they hate them because of that. Just because of that one experience. Yeah. And unfortunately, him, Evan and I very like we've shared that experience with cops. Like we have that experience too. Um, but again, I I don't have the mindset that every cop is horrible. Like that's not me. I just know yeah, that. Uh, yeah. You just have a feeling sometimes when you get approached by one. Just that gotta be aware. Exactly. Just gotta be aware. Exactly. But yeah, it's kind of how it is. Oh, I have one more question. Speaking of border patrol, um, that I actually. She's like, I called ice. (laughs) (laughs) They're on the way. Um, I got in a conversation with a, I got in a conversation with a conservative about this, um, where I was basically arguing building the wall was inherently xenophobic. Um, Mm -hmm. and they would, they were giving me like crime statistics, like pre and post wall building sort of supporting it like well it's you know it's the cartel and you know it's keeping people out and it's it's keeping us safe but i'm like no matter how you put it it's still xenophobic because you are putting a barrier between people outside of this country you know it doesn't cut you off but like you know the whole like cartel thing i've heard white people say that i'm like do you know meth is it's a really big problem right now like it's always been a big problem and the majority of those crack, those meth homes and stuff happen to be in white trailer trash parks. Yep. And so that's what I don't understand. They're very picky about what they want to choose and make a big deal about. I absolutely agree. I mean. Even when you think about welfare too. But I also would legalize all drugs, but that's, that was a previous podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I mean, is building a wall, is there any way for that not to be xenophobic? I mean, could you honestly say it is for our security. Okay, maybe this is where I could come in and you guys can say that I'm the conservative. Yeah, I want to I want to hear your, your So, side. there's two parts to it. Um, I don't think it's going to stop cartels. It's going to stop like there's always going to be a way for drugs to get in oh, regardless. Yeah. Like it's that's gonna just stop a stupid. The la- it's going to stop the lazy people. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something about Mexicans, Aaron, that you probably don't know. I'm sure I do. But they they find a way to do it. If, if Evan had like, you know, if Evan was like, I got some Jordans that are not even now, I got them on like pre-sale. They're supposed to come out next year. The Mexican guy will make that shoe for him and be like, I have it for you right here. Like for half off, like they will find a way. Point being, it's like, yeah, they're not going to stop people from jumping over or coming over here. There's always going to be a way. Um, but my point or my views on building a wall is more so of control of like how much people we have already like here it's like we're, we're so overcrowded and overpopulated i just think it should be a lot easier for people to actually 
come here legally and actually want to become an American citizen as opposed to illegally. It's just, it's such a process. And even more so with COVID, it's, it's put a like big weight on a lot of Why things. Why isn't there a wall between the United States and Canada? Because they're white. Yeah. Because they're white. <laughs> Canada is beautiful. I mean. <laughs> Let's just settle that right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean. But yeah, you, yeah they're, they're looking at statistics and I, and I get it. I don't think you have a lot of cartels in Canada. You don't have a lot of like things like of that nature, like coming in from Canada. Um, but, but, but did you know it's not, but the thing that bothers me is they think it's Hispanic people, but it's not. It's, There's a lot of like Asians that come through the Mexican borders, a lot of middle Easterns that come through those metal like, um, mm -hmm. borders. And that's the problem that I have is they assume that it's all Mexican people coming over here. Like it's not the case. It's a lot of people and we're all immigrants. My you know, great, great, great grandparents were immigrants. And I think everyone should have a chance to be here. I mean, especially because this is not the white man's land to begin with, but there is a process. And I think that process should be followed and a lot easier for them to become documented and to actually be U.S. citizens. I think it's the ultimate answer to, for me is that, yeah, we just need to make it easier to become an American citizen. Right. But I think there's yeah. people who are so... I do think there's a xenophobic aspect to it though. Cause it's out of fear. It's, it's out of fear because like, what do you hear just like in that border patrol example that you gave, right? It's like, what, what did they say? You're like, Oh, you, you guys were speaking Spanish, right? Yeah. How many stories in the last like three years have we heard of people, you know, um, or Karen's getting super upset because they hear somebody speaking Spanish, right, exactly. yeah. you know, you don't speak Spanish in my country. We speak English here and they're not literally even, just existing and they're not even having a conversation with like said person. Right. Um, I always think of that lawyer guy in New York who, um, I think, I think he may have been ousted of the lawyer community or whatnot, or out of that career. I, I could be wrong, but he was in some sort of, um, a restaurant and he heard the ladies like, speaking Spanish and he was like, honey, I'm calling ice. And like, it became, you don't remember that? No, I don't think oh, so. Oh man. It was, it was pretty big. It went, it went pretty viral. What year was this? Oh, this had to be, oh man. I don't even remember. Pre-Trump years or mid-Trump years? This was during Trump. This was for sure during Trump. Oh God. But yeah, like, I feel like those stories were like commonplace. It's happened. Uh, Bertha has told me stories of her just literally existing somewhere minding her own business and people uh, uh giving her shit right so it's it, i think you know what definitely... you should do can i tell you something oh. that bothers me and it's funny and i and i sound like a dick but when people assume that i speak spanish like i don't like that i don't know why they just look at me they're like they start talking to me in spanish like all of a sudden without even actually yeah. like asking me like specifically what's your preference i don't like that assumption I just, I don't know. I think it's is hard. That, is I that think bad? it's hard because honestly, like I, I we, like on patients charts, they, they give their preference. But if somebody like comes up to inquire about something, um, I probably am guilty of asking. And I, that's so yeah. Hard. I had to go draw blood a lot like last two weeks ago. And the guy was like, Hola Enrique, ¿cómo estás? Uh, ¿Prefieres que te lo den en español? Like, do you prefer that I give this to you in Spanish? And I was like, excuse well, me. Asked you, right? I, uh, I know, but <laughs> he, he assumed I, I understood. Right. There's a lot of Hispanics that don't even speak a lick of English or right. Spanish, I should say. Um, and I was just like, excuse me. I know hablo español. English, please. I was just like, uh, I don't know. It bothers me. And some Hispanics might be like, shut the fuck up, dude. But um, I don't know. I just don't like making assumptions. I, just because you know, you're black. I'm going to assume that you speak English. Like they might be from like, you know, Puerto Rico or the Dominican Republic. Um, me thinking, I'm like, Oh, I thought you were from like, you know, from Chicago or something, you know, the like, hey, bro, no, I don't speak English. Well, bro. Let's, let's say you only spoke English and every time you were approached it, it was in English. Would that also kind of get annoying? Like, Oh, why do they no, assume unless I speak English? They can ask like, Hey, by, I know you have a Hispanic last name. Do you speak Spanish by chance? Like that's different, yeah. but don't assume Jose Canseco doesn't speak Spanish. I don't think he does. Oh, I don't know. The steroids guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe he does. I don't know. I've never heard. Maybe I've never heard him. I'll tell you what. Um, Razor Ramon didn't speak Spanish. He's not fucking. He's white. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> that was the, the that was the fakest Miami accent I've ever heard. Come on, chico. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was cool. He was kind of my idol growing up. Hence I, the I, hair. I did I did like Razor Ramon. Do he was cool. Who, do, we know, do you know who we're talking no, about? No, I oh, don't okay. know. I've always wanted a five o'clock shadow like Razor Ramon. He pa- just had pa- a... Painted on? Yeah. <laughs> like the macho man. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm going to show you a picture. I probably would know him to see him. His hair is similar to mine now. Maybe I should be the next Razor Ramon. <laughs> Listen to the podcast, Chico. <laughs> this weekend, Hulk Hogan. The Razor Ramon's gonna battle you in the Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah, I've seen him before. I posted him. I used, I sometimes I'll post him and say like Happy that's Birthday. That's probably dad. where I've seen him. Yeah, <laughs> I also post uh Machete. I say that's my dad too. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I um, I'm guilty of assuming things about people or making my own assumptions. I think we all are for the most part, but. When it comes to racist things, it's just one of those things that unfortunately we're always going to have to deal with if you're a person of color. White people always have a privilege because I don't think privilege is having no understanding of what we go through on a day-to-day basis or our situations. Um, and that's the thing is it's like, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm just, I'm putting my hand up just so when you're done, I can say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. We'll call on you in Your class. Turn, you know, Evan. You know? um, but no, I, I think it's one of those things that Evan and I will always have to deal with or have a feeling of unless there's a reevaluation of, you know, the system itself, which I don't think will ever happen, at least in our lives. One thing, too, and just kind of going off that and speaking, thinking of uh, white privilege, because we brought that up a couple of times. One thing that I am kind of actually a little tired of hearing is um, I think and maybe there are some excuses extreme leftists that push this narrative. But I think people get like, when they hear the word white privilege, they assume that like, like you're being called racist or, um, we're saying something negative about you. To me, it is not a negative term per se. There are leftists that feel attacked by that no i guess what i mean is maybe negative maybe leftists who push this term as uh more extreme than it needs to be but to me it's just literally a term that says yo there are some situations where you're gonna slide by that i'm not i'm not gonna yeah. slide by on you know what i mean that's all it that's all it means right is that you there there may be a situation where um you know it's cool for you to do this maybe myself it's not, it's, it's mm-hmm. not gonna, it's, 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 it's not gonna be that easy. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a term meant to be like, yo, you're a fucking racist. Look, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and there I feel, needs to be that distinction between those. And I feel like people conflate them. And I, and I hear a lot of, um, I hear a lot of my conservative friends often conflate that, that phrase with like being racist. It's like, that's yeah. not, to me, it's not, it's, I'm not thinking that when, so, when it's being said. Do you ever feel like white people, so, uh, as a white person, I feel like being, you know, obviously being an ally has kind of been something to navigate. Do you, do you get frustrated with people, white people calling out racism too much? I, that's a good question. I think if it feels fake or if like, are they, cause sometimes I feel like people do do the shit for clout. Yeah. And it's so hard to know that for sure. But like, yes, I get that same intuition. I do think sometimes, you know, what's a good example of some shit that pisses me off. And you saw it a lot during the, um, the black lives matter protests. Um, you'd see, um, kids in the neighborhood burning shit down that clearly did not live in the neighborhood that they were in, but they were the ones that were like causing the damage and they're going to go home. Right. And they're not going to live with the repercussions of what mm-hmm. they did. That type of, that type of, um, uh, I, I don't want that sort of help. Right. I would, I would never want that. You know what I mean? Like that shit is to me is, is super disgusting. And I think there is a, a, a big group of people who are like that. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about white people being offended for you? Like, Oh my God. Like they said this about like, you know, black people, like you should be offended. Like, how do you feel when they like feel like they should be the ones offended for you? It depends on the context. So if someone were to go, oh my God, how do you feel about that? Like they just fucking said this, right? That doesn't bother me. At least they ask you. Yeah. To be honest with you, to be honest, 
it probably actually really wouldn't bother me either way because at the very least I'm at the very least said person is attempting to be outside of themselves in terms of experiences. Yeah. So even if they are being a little overzealous with it, I'll say, I don't think I would be mad about it. Maybe in some instances, depending on the person, I would be annoyed, but I think I'm always going to appreciate some sort of empathy from a person. Obviously some motherfuckers are going to be more obnoxious than others. Right. Um, and I feel like almost that's more of a person thing, like a person to person issue. Right. But yeah, I think, I think for the most part, I appreciate it. Cause then I feel like, yeah, they're, they're, they're taking the time. They're aware. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's been, yeah. Being a, being an ally has, has been a learning experience. So, but we always want the feedback to do better. No, definitely. And, uh, it's been an interesting podcast today. Thank you for picking the topic, Aaron, and mm-hmm. hopefully you've been enlightened. Thanks for answering my questions. Yeah, of course. Um, but you know, there's a lot for us as Americans or in the world in general, just to kind of learn. And it's basically try to lead with love because it doesn't really have a color. I mean, if you can live that way and you can be a little bit more loving and just really truly not see color, then you're kind of one, one ahead of the others. But it's very hard. It's extremely hard in the world we live in. But one can only hope. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I'm Enrique. I'm Evan. And I'm Aaron. And good night. 